Yo. Yo. What's going on? Not much. This is your boy Monquay. This is Stefan. And uh this is Devon Count. So this is episode uh is it 18. Yeah. Man, how's it been? How how how's it been going? It's been a uh, been a about a couple weeks. Uh we dropped a couple uh episodes in that one week and you know, we've been kind of off since. How's it been going for you, Stefan? It's been it's been going uh I would say it's been going pretty productive uh recently. Um right now I'm just like finishing up some stuff with like a class or whatnot and Today in general, I was more so just uh, just like catching up on stuff like, well, not just in like schoolwork or whatnot, but just like um, on my extracurricular stuff. Like I was watching some uh, this TV show earlier, uh, Watchmen, that, that comes on HBO. I think it's pretty dope. It's based off this comic book uh, series of the same name. Um, the first, what, what, what I really thought was dope is the first episode of the C, uh, the series touches on the Tulsa massacre from the 1920s in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which I, I've never seen like any, like, I've never seen a television show or anything touch on that history. You know, I, I know we've talked about that a little bit about like black wall street and stuff. But just to see them do that on that show was just crazy because a lot of people were watching it. Nobody knew what to expect from the show. And when they, it literally opened the show with that, the, the Tulsa Massacre, because the show is, um, is based in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the, where the show was uh, filmed at. So it was, I thought it was dope that they, they included that. And right off the bat, that's what they talked about. And they're, they're also, Talking about uh, white supremacy in the show, what they call the the Seventh uh, Calvary. That's this white supremacist organization that's um pretty much just trying to take over the country and whatnot. And you know, it it has a parallel to what's going on in the, the um in today's society. But other than that, I had uh this week. You know, was just an it was just another regular work week. Not too uh, stressful or anything. Um, you know, the the year is winding down, so it's not as hectic as it was during the summer months, which is good. Um, and uh, today, I um, recently, just like an hour ago, I got back from watching this movie called uh, Parasite, which I thought was really good. Um, it's a, co- a Korean film uh, by this uh, director named... Um, Bong Joon Ho, and pretty much the premise of the film is this family is like dirt poor, like they're living in like it's it's like they're living in like the ghetto of uh, Korea or whatever. They're like super poor. They don't have like a job or anything. None of them. It's like the mom, the dad, and then the brother and sister. And so the brother has this friend that's going off to uh, to college. He He's actually going to the uh, coming to the U.S. 
and he was uh, tutoring this girl and teaching her English. So his friend wanted him to take over uh, teaching her English, and he did. And throughout the film, he helps to get um, his family a job working for this rich family because they're they're like super rich compared to what they have. And just a, it just it spirals out of control once they all um, have a position working for this rich family. And it just really shows you like the, the duality of rich and the poor, you know, it's like the no um, in between, you know, as the, um, as the wealth distribution continues, like the, the line continues to, to get longer. I mean, well, to blur, well, to um, separate farther. You know, it's. I think it's probably one of the best films I've seen of the year, like easily. Um, so yeah, I, I thought that was really interesting. But um, that sounds like an inter- uh, interesting um, movie plot. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It was a. Uh, it was eye opening. Well, for me, I just um, basically starting my month of November. Uh, my schedule is a little different, so. I, you know, basically would sleep all day today, miss all all the games and everything, but, you know, it is what it is. It don't really, it's not that deep. I'd rather get my, my sleep, but uh, just working, you know, same old, same old, working and um, getting my investments right and just trying to get up out of the matrix slowly but surely. Uh, then I, I, earlier this week, I think it was uh, Friday, Friday morning, I caught a movie that, um, it's an old movie, um, I, I was, like, going around different, uh, YouTube channel, YouTube comment sections, and I was uh, hearing different people talk about, that was, a uh, like, a classic movie, and, um, it's called They Live by John Crawford, back in, uh, 88, uh-huh. he, dropped, he dropped this movie, and it's actually, uh, Roddy Roddy Piper, the old WWE wrestler, he was actually the, um, the lead, the lead actor in the whole in the film, but it's a it's like a sci-fi movie. It's not like any. It's not a, it's not a joke movie or nothing like that. It's like a real sci-fi movie. And um, I won't tell the whole whole story of the movie, but basically the premise is, um, the guy basically stumbles across, uh, um, a, a a group that is more so disconnected from the Matrix. It's like this group that they try to they try to sp- spread the truth. It's a small work, like a um, small grassroots organization or whatever that's underground. And they made um, they made these shades, these sunglasses to where if you put the sunglasses on, you can see like that we live in a world. You can see that we live in a world of basically people that look like they're human, but these glasses allow you to see who, their true form. And like when you wear the glasses, the world turns black and white and you see the world for what it really is. And you can see like certain people that quote unquote, you know, I guess the richer people, the people that run society, like like anything you look at, he was looking at like on the, on the television, like it was like news anchors on the television. Certain people have like a skull face. You can see their true form. Like some people were human, but some people were like not human. They were like, they had skull faces and stuff. They're like they look like they were from another dimension, basically. And these glasses allow you to see the world for what it really is. Like you, when he looked at advertisements, like billboards and stuff, like it would be, it was like a billboard talking about, you know, 
take time off. We had a girl in a bikini, and it, had, it was talking about take some time off. Come visit us in the in the Caribbean. When he had the glasses off, that's what it said. And when he put the glasses on, basically it said um, it said uh, procreate. And then like he was looking at other. Basically, it was just breaking down what we really what we we're really seeing. That's what the glasses can do. That can allow you to break down what we're really seeing in the world, because it was saying that we live in a world. Which I mean, of course, we. I, I think even uh, even uh, per, even somebody that's not woke at this point understands that we do live in a world that may be controlled by people that look like they're human, but they're really not. Some people call them reptilians. Some people call. I mean, that's all kinds of different names for it. But basically, this movie was released in 1988, and um, man, that shit was interesting as hell. Like it, it was kind of like. I already kind of knew or, or had my suspicions or whatever, but the way the movie is break, the way he breaks it down, and it's only an hour and thirty minutes long. Like I'm not really the type that really like I don't understand like why some movies are like two, three hours long. Like that just, that's just kind of that's kind of outrageous to to me. I feel like you know if you can get your point across in like an hour and a half, two hours at the most, that makes the movie even better. And the movie's only an hour and a half long. It's not too long. Like anybody can sit there and watch watch it for an hour and a half, and um, it just basically tells tells a nice tale. It was very interesting, and I think the best part was the ending. The best part was like the ending, and uh, you know, that's basically a, a synopsis of it. And I just couldn't, I could believe, but you know, a lot of like the older movies, like in the eighties and nineties, you know, we're in twenty twenty nineteen, basically leaving the twenty tens. Going into the next decade in the 2020s, but like, I think a lot of the movies and like even in the 80s and 90s, man, these people are so far ahead of us. And you know, based on universal law, you got you have to release the truth. You have to release some truth, even though it may be riddled in different, you know, subliminal messages and stuff. And yeah, I I found that movie. It was it was very interesting. It's more it's more interesting like subliminals within the movie that I might not be able to remember off the top of my head at this moment. That I would definitely you know recommend people to uh, to check out. And it's called They Live by John Crawford. And um, I just found it on the, I found it online. I didn't because I mean we started I started to realize this too. Google has got a monopoly, man. Like. Like Google, the Google, the search engine in itself and the company, they have a monopoly over like a lot of different websites. So if you realize, I know you probably know for a fact because, you know, we like to use torrents and stuff. But, you know, it used to be you can just Google, like, you can Google a movie and go to a website on a movie and watch all kinds of free movies and like not have to jump through loops and jump through different hoops and stuff. But another thing that I started to realize, too, whenever I was trying to find this movie, which I eventually found it and I didn't have to do anything special, I was, like, on a website from another country or something, is that these Google algorithms are the real deal, man. Like, this shit is the real fucking deal. Like, it really is. Like, they did, they have, they've done something in the last, like, couple years where they try to make it virtually impossible to illegally download shit or like illegally stream stuff you have to jump through so many hoops now but i just started to realize like that's just them updating those algorithms and it's always a way around it like they they can't really ever stop it because it's it, i think it's more of an atrocity to try to withhold information from people than the charges for it i mean some people might not agree with it but you know knowledge it, we're here to spread knowledge we're here to get to help each other out with knowledge. I don't think it should be, 
you know, monetized, but I don't think it should be withheld also. But, you know, the powers that be, they understand that if certain information is out there and it's easy for the public to understand, then um, it puts a lot of their interests at risk. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think um, that people should pay more attention to that. Um, because, yeah, the, al- the algorithm, the algorithms are just affecting um, not only, like, the search engines, but if you go to, like, various wo- uh, websites, you know, if you go to, like, uh, YouTube, if you go to Instagram, it's hard to find certain things um, or certain people. You know, people might be getting a shadow banned or whatnot or shadow blocked like on uh, Instagram uh, for something they posted that the um, the people from the, the head of uh, Instagram, they look into that and then they take down their page or they just make it harder to find that uh, person. Or, um, you know, with YouTube, they've been changing, you know, over the course of a couple of years, you know, it's, it's been a lot of like, there's like a lot of drastic changes to it with, uh, people not really being able to uh, curse and stuff and videos or like the copyright uh, infringements uh, that, that happen seem like more frequently. Um, also again, with IG, I know that they're about to do in the U S what they've been testing in Canada is they're going to remove the likes mm, from, from, pro- yeah, from profiles. But I mean, you can still get your analytics if you want, you can still uh, get the analytics uh, behind it. Because I know, like, myself as a creator, um, I can see, like, all the stats of who looked at my, like, how many people looked at my profile. If I got, you know, a follow a follow or some likes or a comment, I can have all that. So the people that want to have that, you know, like the the social media influencers and stuff, they'll still have that uh, information, uh, information ready to go. But, um, I think, I mean, I think it's a good thing overall that they're, they're implementing something like that because, you know, people look too much for validation as it is through social media. So taking away something as fundamental as liking somebody's post, it kind of, I think it, in a sense, it, it, um, decreases somebody it can decrease your like uh your your ego like i was saying uh there's this story that's been going around with uh travis kelsey and his uh girlfriend or whatnot travis kelsey tight end from kansas city chiefs as they was it was like a blog that had posted a gossip site and they were saying that um she was upset because her birthday had passed but he um he didn't post about her on her birthday and a lot of people, I seen one dude, which I, I liked his uh, his response on Twitter. He was like, man, you see this? He's like, you see this? Like, you, he probably spent all day with her, you know what I'm saying? Like, making her, trying to make her happy and stuff. But if she, but since he didn't post a picture, it's like that didn't happen. You know, it's like none of that happened unless you, you know, you post that picture for the world to see. So that you, um, you, you, she can get that validation, you know what I'm saying, and show you off to the world, you know, like we touched on before in the previous episode, you know, and 
that that's where it is, man. Everybody's ego is so inflated with social media. People go out of the country and post on Instagram and stuff. It's like I don't even really look at um, stories like that. Like unless maybe it's like somebody I really know. Um, I might look at they their posts here and there, but it's like I I can't constantly just keep looking at it because it just doesn't really interest me like that. Like I don't really care. Um, majority of the time, like I be in my own box. Like I just be chilling. Like all day. Like I might be on YouTube looking at videos and shit, and nobody ain't heard from me in like days or a week or whatnot. You know, like um, in terms of my friends or whatever. But I mean, I you know I enjoy it that way. Like the next time I get into like a uh, a relationship, it's like, which I didn't in the previous one. I didn't make it. Well, I did. I did was kind of, I was, I did kind of fall in the trap of making, getting that validation and shit by posting it on Facebook, but I probably won't do that again because I'm not that type of person. Like, look, oh, look who I'm with. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm more of a private person. So, um, I think the, them testing the, the likes system and taking that away, I think that's going to help in the long run. So you know, I was been I've been waiting for this because the person, like I I I truly feel like, like a lot of people are so far, like a lot of people like that are so far out there that are like really would even be classified as weird by even people that the majority of society would classify as weird. I think I'm one of them, and I think like when they start to remove the lights, that was like music to my ears. Man, because you don't understand how many times I done put some shit up that is like some crazy shit, and I would have like people that I know are like that I know they can't like it. Well, in their mind, they know they can't like my post. They know they they know they have an image to uphold. They will like it and then unlike it because they know they can't see other people liking my shit just because of what I post. But it kind of signified to me that they they resonate with it, but you know they can't really be associated with it. So like the fact that and I don't really get a lot of likes. And I know why I don't get a lot of likes. Because I'm saying what the, what I want to say. And I'm, you know, I'm I'm putting some shit that's far out there. And I look, quote unquote, crazy to people that ain't even on my wavelength. So, like, I actually agree. I agree wholeheartedly on every website to remove likes. I don't, like, I mean, I agree with it. Like, I can definitely see how this is going to affect people's business interests. Like you said, uh, influencers, people who have, like, e-commerce businesses. And, um, you know, who use influencers to post, you know, their products to kind of get a, to get people to go buy their website, which that's my next step in investment. And I'll, I'm going to let y'all know how that go. But shit, I know the last two years, that's where some people have been making 100K a month off that, 50K a month off of making a Shopify e-commerce site and using influencers. But I can see how that can affect business interests. But besides that, like, I think it's all positive because I feel like we live in a world where where, okay, you got to look at it like this. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on. I think it's unfair algorithm bias towards certain people on all websites. And a lot of these people that already have, you know, millions of followers, get millions of likes, I start to realize it's because they, they're, the algorithms are in favor of them. And I feel like it's plenty of regular, quote-unquote, regular Joes who are far more entertaining who are far more influential than somebody that just has a title. Like, I don't understand, like, how a celebrity, just because you're a fucking celebrity, don't mean I want to look at your Instagram post. 
That don't mean I want to look at your YouTube video. That don't mean like that don't for certain people who understand that it's real real levels to this shit when it comes to the spiritual realm, when it comes to other stuff besides what you physically obtain and and um your validation. I know that like I don't give a fuck about what Will Smith is doing because he he wants. I knew you're gonna I knew you're gonna bring Will Smith up again. And then they got honest towards the nature uh, now. Like I don't <laughs> give a fuck about what these niggas are doing because I know deep down in their mind. They want the real freedom that me, that me and Stefan have. Like, they look up to us because these motherfuckers are stuck in contracts. They can only speak whenever they're told to speak. They're real prisoners. That's why, they, like, they're the real prisoners. So, like, I don't, like, it's, it's other people that's looking up to real, to the real-life slaves that really want freedom of mind. Like, they're looking up to people who, who are, who don't care about what they have to say or what, what people think about them. They're looking up to those people who who like who really know what really matters? That's what the, that's who the celebrities look up to. They don't look up to other celebrities because they know they all fucking slaves. They know they all are like, and I know that that's why I don't I don't even really follow no celebrities. I'm like okay okay future, he got another watch, he got another gold chain, but this nigga literally is told when he can when he can talk when he can release albums. He's already rescinded. I, I mean he he dropped the EP called Save Me. Like, I come mean, on, bro. Like, these that... people are, they're like, they are in the lowest realm of reality in their mind, dog. That like, guy, there's this new guy named YK Osiris. He got that, yep. he got that song called Worth It. He, um, he, he made a video talking about how he don't believe God wants, uh, entertainers or musicians to be in the music industry and how it was all devil worship or whatnot. And um, he made he's made another video about that before. He just got arrested arrested recently on domestic violence charges. See, they had to get him in line real quick, you know, yeah. you know, because like you said, it's like these uh, celebrities they they understand that they are they are slaves and they aren't free. Yet yet you see people at the top, um, certain people they can't break, you know. Um, and then again, at, at the end of the day, it's like with more money comes more problems. You know, uh, I, I was looking at a video with uh, with uh, Diddy. He was talking to uh, Vince Staples at his uh, Revolt conference where he had like artists and um, people from the industry just like talking about different things about how to break into the industry and stuff like that. And, you know, he was just saying, talking about his uh, his upbringing into the industry, what he was doing to get on and stuff. And now how he was looking at the world differently, like how he, he said he's recently found his purpose in life or whatnot, and how he was um, trying to build upon that. And he, he said something that I was um, I was listening to. It. I was like, okay. Sounds like he's been uh he's been doing research. He was he said something about um if I can remember, I think it was something along the lines of they know oh yeah he's he said we we don't know like our own strength or whatnot you know we we gotta understand who we are you know they they know who we are but we don't know who we are you know and that once we do figure it out who we are truly then we'll be unstoppable and i'm just paraphrasing but that was along the lines of what he was talking about 
you know, I just thought I was just thinking, I was like, okay, you know, it's that turning point, that turning point right now in society. A lot of people are just going through changes, you know, like we've talked about before. Just a lot of people just going through awakenings and whatnot. And, you know, it's uh it's it's dope and you know, hopefully more people, not just people of uh status, but more people at like a regular level, you know, working working class people start to awaken and start to look at different ways and whatnot. Like I I had a friend, um my friend uh recently I well I did the I, I had went uh to Greenville last weekend and um it was cool, you know, went and turned up, you know, a bit for I think it was uh yeah, it was last Saturday. Had a black first time I had a black in a while. I was like, you know, because um, uh, my homie shot the uh, Mook of the Don't Bite Your Tongue with Mookie podcast. He um I crashed at his place and he was like, man, I need to get. He was like, yo, can you uh get me some uh, black? So I did that and I was like, you know what? Why not? I'm about to get me one. Smoking it. Surprisingly, I wasn't coughing or nothing like that. So I was like, you know, I wasn't hitting it too hard, you know, because. You know, certain times, certain times you hit the cigar or whatever, you you start feeling like you got black lung and shit. Right. But um, anyways, man, yeah, we was just uh, I think we were just talking because they they had a game last weekend, which they they played great against uh, want to say it was Cincinnati. It mm-hmm. was yeah, ranked team. They lost by like three points. They were up. They was not slapping that ass the whole game. They were up. So you know the 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 football team at uh ECU and Greenville. It's, they got a promising uh, future, but They're anyway, extremely young. But I'm, I ain't mean to cut you off. Yeah, they but just... yeah, but um, so yeah, you know, went out and whatnot, and um, next day before I was leaving, or after I was leaving, he um, we, me and him, we recorded a review of Kanye's latest album, Jesus Is King, which that's on his uh. His podcast, which is on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, you can check that out. We we just did like a full review of the album or whatnot. And he told me before talking, um, before recording that episode, he was like, yeah, man, you know, you inspired me to try to go like a week without eating meat and stuff. And stuff like that I thought was dope. You know, I, I, I was like, man, that's dope to hear, man, you know. Like on a grassroots level, like the effect that you can have on people, you know, um, before even before looking to have like a bunch of people a following, just having like everyday people that, you know, being affected by changes that you're making to your your diet and stuff like that's dope to me, man. You know, um, it's dope when I go home and like my my parents are trying to do better and stuff, you know, because at first they look at me like you know, I'm weird, which I, I I know I'm weird, but, you know, they know that I'm always trying different things. Like, you can ask my mom, like, coming up, I always would be doing different things. She'd always be like, he on a diet, he's on a diet and stuff, like, because I'm always trying different things um, just to better myself. And, um, yeah, dude, it's dope. Like, my, my barber, he was talking about how his, uh, the guy that, that cuts at his shop, just recently got admitted into the hospital because he was uh 
he would go to sleep and he would be snoring loud and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he said he started having tingling in his hands and stuff like that. So he had his, uh, he said his fiance, because I went and got a haircut yesterday. He said his fiance rushed him to the hospital and they were running tests and say he had like high cholesterol, high blood pressure, stuff like that. And he was thinking he was going to be able to get out that night, but they wouldn't let him out. So as of yesterday, he was still in the hospital. And I was like, damn. I was like, so he ain't know he had like high cholesterol and you know problems with his blood pressure. And my barber, um, shout out the pits. He was like, nah, he ain't know. But I will tell you this every day, because the barbershop he um he has he owns is connected to a gas station, and at that gas station, recently a couple months ago, they introduced fried chicken. Mm. He said that the the his uh the guy that cuts for him literally every day would go in there and get fried chicken. Every day would go get fried chicken, you know, just be smacking that and then go to sleep. And mind you, this guy is, you know, he's he's overweight or heavy set guy and stuff. And I was just thinking, I was like, damn. So that shit just caught up to him. He said that the doctor said, because he he talked to him on the phone, he said that the doctor told him that he had like a he had a um, what is it like a, a a rope? Not like a rope, but it was like close to his heart. He he had like one of his veins were tied up or something like that. It was like it was um, I don't want to say clogged, but something along those lines. I can't think of the word. He he said that he had something tight, you know, by his heart or whatever. And yeah, I was like, man, you know, eating that like every day, obviously that's going to kill you faster than <laughs> anything, faster than uh, drinking, you know, smoking. That, that's going to kill you faster. And he said he looked at my my barber, who who's pretty much like a vegetarian and stuff. Like he was recently, he, he recently did like a 30 day fast or, or not a 30 day, like a, a 30 day without eating like anything processed or cooked he was like eating stuff just like regular like he wasn't eating nothing processed nothing um no meat none of that mind you he's already in shape or whatnot he's already you know slim dude or whatnot but he's like on the same wavelength as me you know like he he's trying he always is like trying different things and he said that the guy that's at the hospital was saying man I'm, i'm trying to get like you you know you know, I'm trying to, you know, I, I need to change my diet and stuff. So back to what I was saying before, man, you know, it's just important, in my opinion, to, you know, try to to reach, you know, the people at a, a grassroots level um, before looking at, you know, trying to reach a, an abundance of people. Like you see these celebs, like you were saying before, it's like, worshiping the celebs it's like i don't worship anybody and i was thinking earlier this day i was like man i don't even really have any like heroes really you know like, i mean i look at my dad like my dad like what he's accomplished and stuff but i don't really see him as more of a, a hero i mean that's what he was supposed to do you know he just did the, the his due di- uh, diligence and he supported his family and he supported his kids that he had out of other relationships and he tried to bring us together, you know. He did what a man's supposed to do. He, you know, he taught me how to be a man, you know. So I don't look at him as a hero, you know, because I, I know that's what I'm supposed to be, you know. Um, 
But yeah, man, it's like worshiping these celebs. It's like why why should I um why should I care about what you know what you're posting and what you're doing to the world? Because I see people like that on an everyday basis that I know has that can do what you're doing. They just don't have the the backing, but they still have their soul intact. That's the difference. Yep, man. Like this uh, celebrity worship has got to stop. But I think well, everything's everything's shifting. Like now, the transfer of information amongst each other is becoming like it's becoming great. Like I have a coworker, you know, earlier this year, she just uh, basically broke down the concept of you know paying yourself, and that literally trans transformed my life. Transformed my life. So I told her to I I, I showed her the process of eating vegetables, what they can do to you, and now she like thirty pounds down, and like not even a year. And I was like, and she every time she see me, she thanked me for that, and I thank her for showing me how to get up out this damn matrix as fast as I can. Cause I was, just, I, 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 I was just sitting up there like, okay, I get what you're saying, you know, I get it, I, I understand, I understand. But when I really started doing it, I started to see like, never in the first two years, and even before that, when I had my my job before that, I didn't understand that shit. Like I just didn't get it. Like I just didn't get it. And I was like sitting up here thinking, like, how can I, how can I have just five Gs there, ten Gs there? How can I have money just sitting there where I can shit? If I wanted to go out and get another car, I can spend it, and it won't even do nothing to me. And this shit was broken down, and this is broken down by what they, a nurse assistant, some somebody that even other nurses and doctors will probably look down on. But I know who I, I know what's going on, and I understand these titles don't mean don't mean shit. These titles don't mean nothing. Like literally. I said it before. It could be somebody homeless. They can be literally, literally the incarnation in the human body of the sun that we see out there. It could be somebody that is a drug addict. That at that point they may be an addict, but they may be the incarnation of Jesus. You don't really know. Like you can't. You you don't know. You really don't. And I don't want to say Jesus because the word, the letter J didn't exist until after the 1600s. So um, you know, <laughs> that's gonna probably stir some feathers up, but. I would say this too, man. Uh, um, I, I've always been conscious. I've always been conscious my whole life. Um, but it's just taking, it's like the older I get, it just go, gets to a higher and a higher level. And it, it, it just, it seems like as every, each day passes on, it's getting, it's getting like, even the expansion is getting bigger and bigger. And um, now it's getting to a point where like most of well, a lot of people in society are, are do are like you know on the same thing. Some people are just not waking up. Some people just woke up in the last few years. It doesn't really matter when you wake up. It's just a matter of what you do with the information that you with that new knowledge and that information that you're getting. And that's why I say like now I feel like we're getting we're getting better with transferring information amongst each other because it's a shift happening. And I'm gonna say this too, like the more conscious I'm getting. The more I'm going back to the Bible, and I'm not saying that in a way of, and I'm talking about the Apocrypha, not the, not the Bible that we really read today. I'm talking about the Old Testament and the original Bible, the missing books like the Book of Enoch and the Sirach and Maccabees and the books that a lot of people have never heard of, the uh, books that were hidden for so many years. Um, I, and I found that kind of weird, man. Like, I found that shit really, 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 really weird. I had this, I had that realization the other day. I'm like, man, I'm looking at all these different 
people that call themselves Hebrew Israelites and all this and that. And I don't really align with any, like, I don't align with that, but I take information from everybody and I respect it because I still feel at the end of the day, especially if you're indigenous, it's so much, we're so complex. We come from all that. Like, and I don't even really think it's the one word that's right. or one, I think one thing that's right is that we come from a creator, from a higher power that may be, I don't, it's not necessarily male or female. It may be both, but it's just a higher power that, that did create all this. But after that, not only did they create all this, they created all the stuff that people call themselves. They created the Moors, they created the Native Americans, all that stuff. We're all that stuff. It's that complex. So I, I don't look at other people who call themselves more or who call themselves um, this or that besides African-American, because that's, that's fundamentally, incor- fundamentally incorrect. Um, I, don't, like, I don't look at these other doctrines. I don't look down on that stuff because I feel like in some at the end of the day, we're a, a piece of all that stuff. But I found it kind of weird that I am getting closer back to like a, a lot of what's, a lot of the books in the um, in the apocrypha. Um, and you know that what that's also made me realize is that no matter what people think, if we really look at the if we really look at reality that we live in right now, these are the most hellacious times that we've ever stayed that we ever lived in, that we've ever lived in. I'm going to say that again, that we've ever lived in, because name another time in society where the government can listen to every fucking conversation that you have. The government can basically see what you're doing. Like, we're literally under the George Orwell book, 1964. Like, we're, we're, or I think it's, yeah, I think it's 1964. I haven't read it all the way through, but I've heard about this, the book that George Orwell wrote, where basically it breaks down. He wrote it in like the 70s or 60s where it breaks down just basically um, being under Big Brother's watch. And that, that book was prophetic because this is the only time that, uh, that we really can look back, that we can remember, where we have uh, a government entity or uh, um, uh, an actual entity, entities that can literally record every piece of data. Now these motherfuckers can record your heart rate if you got, a, if you got like an Apple Watch. So really think about, man, this is some hell. This is not no, this ain't no paradise that we live in. This is, this is, very, this is not, I'm not going to say it's similar to be, being whipped with a, with a, um, with a whip, like a slave, but I would say this, the energy that we're under is this, is exact, it's similar, it's similar, it's similar to all the shit that we read about that was supposed to be even more hectic times. It's similar to this shit. Look at it like this. Our grandparents were able to govern their own land. They were able to have the ability to have Black Wall Street. They were able to govern their own cities. Do you see that in our reality right now? We don't, I mean, we we don't even have the ability, like we do have the ability, but we don't. You don't see a Black Wall Street going on right now. And you couple that with the with the spying, you couple that with the uh just the literal the algorithms that we that are placed on us that basically cause mass confusion that can basically control your thoughts. And I, I came to the conclusion that this is, um, this is like a, this is a, a very, very dark part of the human timeline, even with all this technology. See, cause the technology and all this, all this shit that they, you know, put all these bells and whistles on, this is the mask and we, what's really going on. 98, 99% of us, we go to work for 40, 50, 60 years of our life make money for a corporation that's probably getting a million dollars off of each employee for the work that they put into that into that company 
and we don't really live life. And then on top of that, we can't we we get gang stalked and we speak out. We are listened to by different different federal government entities. We have to pay taxes. Like really think about this: we we're, we're paying taxes. Our like a lot of some people's ancestors fought because they had to pay taxes. But yeah, we've been paying taxes for the last at least three hundred years, and we ain't fighting. So I mean, like all the stuff that 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 that, that humans have fought fought against, and and like Pat and what we would call the um, and like I guess more primitive times. They actually fought and got their freedom, but yeah, we're allowing this shit to happen. And that made me come to the conclusion that this is like this it's reaching a it's reaching a uh a, a very, very it's reaching the bottom of the pit. Like this is the bottom of the pit. This is it. Like you can't do anything without having the fear of without somebody knowing what you're doing. Like really think about that. You can't do anything in this society without people knowing what you're doing. And that movie that um they live made me realize that because I was, I was real I was and they in that movie they have drones in that movie too by the way so they they have actual literal drones in that movie so it's kind of telling you about what's gonna happen later, um, but in that movie I used to, that made, it made me think I was like well, shit if you committed a crime I mean this is like an extreme this is an extreme thought but I was like if you committed a crime back in, back in like you know the fifties before we had this technology. Shit, you could rob a bank and get away with it really, like, really easy if you think about it. But now, it's like we're, we're under such a such a watch that you can't even do anything. You can't do nothing. Like, you can't do nothing without these people storing their information and knowing what you're doing. Like, now, it's like we, we, we've let them literally take control of our lives because we think, because we, we want a cell phone. When I feel like the plan from the start was Let's give these people something that they that, that will that they think that they would like or that they, they need, and let's just make it easier to monitor them. And I mean, dude, it, this shit is getting really frustrating because I feel like a lot of people aren't really realizing that shit. Like, think about it, man. Like, the, the primary means of entertainment is watching what a celebrity does. Like, just watching what a celebrity does. Even the shit I even like look at. I like to look at. It's still mindless entertainment. I would still call yeah, it a higher, well, a higher form of mindless entertainment, but it's still I'll mindless, be man. It's still fucking mindless. I mean, when I'm on YouTube most of the time, I'm watching a reaction video of a celebrity or something, you know, of like, or of some, or I'm watching a YouTuber that's like doing like some uh, acting. They're acting like they're, it's like reality TV, except it's on YouTube. You know, and I'll be watching that because it's entertaining to me, you know. Um, but like you said, it's just like we just be looking, we just be looking at people do the dumbest things like all day, every day, especially on social media with uh, like the the minute long clips you see of people just doing random things and just to get ten- attention in hopes of going viral and stuff and you know a lot of people you ask somebody what they their goal is in life and i guarantee you a lot of them will be to go viral you know to have a million followers but even with those people having those million followers it's like it doesn't guarantee you 
happiness at the end of the day or guarantee that your bank account is going to be fatter. You know, a lot of these people, they can have these these big followings, but in real life, they're still a nobody. To the you know, and what what is their your lasting impact? Is that you you garnered this uh, following online, but when you turn off that screen, it's like what do you have? What what have what have you done? You know, and a lot of people get their rocks off by following uh, celebrities because it's like they feel like what they're doing is foreign to them. Like they they can't accomplish that too. It's like, do you think these people that um that become celebrities they got there without really having to put in work or anything without without having to sacrifice anything? I don't think so. I think you definitely have to give something up to get to these uh points in in life to these uh power positions. Like I was watching Byron Allen's uh Breakfast Club interview. And Byron Allen, a black man, that a black entrepreneur, he recently bought the Weather Channel. That was last year. Um, and he was just talking about his upbringing and how he started as a comedian. And he transitioned into the entertainment business and became a media mogul by selling um, uh, content. By selling uh, content. And, and then he, he got it the content spread to different networks that would allow the content. And then eventually he got to the point to where he could buy a network and he started buying lower level networks. And then he, over time, he got to the point where he could buy something large, such as the weather channel. And Oh, Oh, and by the way, that money, they said it was a $300 million. I think deal. Uh, that took place with the the Weather Channel. It may have may have been more. His network right now is uh like four hundred mil, but that money that he used to buy the Weather Channel, he didn't. That's not his personal money. You see, he got the, he borrowed that money from somebody that manages billions of dollars. But since his his rep his since his uh, rapport is so grand. For what he's done over the past twenty some years, they were uh, they were fine with you know cutting him that check, that three hundred million dollar check, so he can read uh, redistribute that three hundred mil into something that's going to make money, which is the Weather Channel, which is one of the more popular um, one of the more popular industries because it's always we're always going to be wanting to know what the weather is and the outlook on. Uh, what's to come in a 10-day forecast. So in the end, it's like the guy that's managing these billions of dollars, they're looking for a way to make money from the money that they have. They can't just hold all that money. They can't just manage it. They got to let it go and bring in more money. They got to have, they got to get a return, you know? So if anybody wanted to check that out, I would say go to uh, the Breakfast Club's YouTube channel Byron Allen. I think his his interview was probably one of the most important interviews they've had in a long time. Honestly, what he was talking about. So, um, oh yeah, he was like he was like he he's not in it to um play the game. He's in it to own the game. That's one of his quotes that stood out to me. 
That's uh, I definitely, I'm gonna definitely check that out. Uh, later on, and that's a uh, genius because he is right about the weather. Um, that's a genius investment strategy, and you know how hard. I mean, how much do people understand? How he had to grind to get to that level, man. Like he had to damn, he had to grind. It ain't something that just that he just probably just stumbled upon. Even if somebody even gave him and gave him some money to invest at the beginning, like still to make those type of moves, he had to grind, dude. He had to grind, period. And I think we got to respect that. We got to, a lot of people that I think are, that that are still stuck in the matrix, including myself, though I don't think like this, I think a lot of people don't understand that you got to work harder than what you think. You got to work harder than 40 hours a week to make it out of the matrix. At least initially, you got to work harder than 40 hours a week. Like, you got to have nights where you down, where you're up. You got a fire under your under your feet, and you're trying to figure out how to. You're trying to figure out what to do. When you don't, you 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 you. I know for me, I just have some times where I can't even. I don't even worry about what worry about eating, cause I'm not even thinking about that shit. I don't worry about sleeping. I'm not even thinking about that shit. I'm thinking about what, how how do I improve my family situation? How do I put food in my brother's mouth? Put money in my in my grandma's pocket? How do I, you know, how how can I? get me a, a, a better understanding of, of what of what richness is. Like, it ain't just about the money, but you got to understand that money is still important. I mean, it's how the system's set up. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, if it wasn't important, they wouldn't have stole the shit from it. <laughs> like, if it wasn't important, I mean, they wouldn't have stole riches from us. If, if economics didn't have some type of, didn't have some type of value in life, not a dollar in itself, yeah, that that that's like you know it's not real it's fiat currency but that's the system that they created to kind of keep control of this shit but whatever that's another topic but that that it takes another level of grind and determination to to add a couple figures to your uh to your account it's more than 40 hours a week best believe that i mean you're an artist you can tell like even with music a lot of the, a lot of artists. I mean, I know I've heard. I think I read someone with Cardi B when she when she put. I don't really like. I don't really, you know, really listen to Cardi B like that. And you know, I think she's aiding to what a, to more of a bigger problem in society. But it's not. It, that's not the point. Like she's worked hard to where she's gotten. And um, it was saying somewhere where she she slept in the studio. She didn't like. She was all about that. She was all about her craft until she got her album out. Like. This is the type of that's that that's the type of shit you gotta be on. You gotta be so determined and have a vision that you won't be denied with anything that you feel like you 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 wanna do, like with your with your vision. You got you have to be. Yeah, you got you got to be. Um you got and it's not it's not a it's not it well it's a it's a mental thing first. Like you you say that I, I I think I can do that, you know. Um, um, I I might be able to do that. Don't think, don't might be able to just do, you know, just do. That's that's the that's the main thing, and it it doesn't matter, you know, if one person gets to that goal faster than what it's taking you. You will get to that goal and ultimately if you just continue 
on that path. If you really want something, you just got you just have to continue. <clears throat> just got to continue on the path. And over time, the universe will reward you. Things will line up for you. But it just it just takes time and everybody's race isn't the same length. So that's that's always something to, to keep in the back of your mind. Um and like when stories like that, man, like you hear that in any industry, um, you know, you you'll hear people like uh Antonio Brown, like I, I was reading a story about him when uh he got recruited to play to, I think for Central Michigan. He was homeless at the time. Um, like, I think his family has kicked him out or something like that. And um, the, the, the scouts, one, a scout found him and brought him, brought him to, the, uh, to the school. And um, he went there and played well. You know, he wasn't a high draft pick, but he worked. He worked hard, and he eventually got into the rotation, and um, he became a star. Or you look at um, see if I can think of like a, another industry. Um, I think Antonio Brown was um what they call Mister um Mister Irrelevant. I think he was the last pick in that draft. Well, I I know Isaiah Thomas was the last pick in the NBA draft when he got drafted. Um, Isaiah Thomas played for I want to say Washington. Um, yeah. He's, you know, he's like the same height as me. He's like, uh, I think like five nine, or whatnot. And you know, he he was undersized his entire basketball career, but he could still play. You know, he could still put up points and stuff. It's just he was undersized and he's a defensive liability. But he proved everybody wrong. Once he got, you know, drafted, he made the best of it. He got drafted to the Sacramento Kings and he played well for them. Then he got traded to Boston. And Boston is where he um, he really came into his own, you know. And, unfor- and unfortunately, he got injured, and that's uh, derailed his career as of now. But he still reached that point, and he he was an All Star, two time All Star at his uh, his peak, you know. You know, certain people they got they got to go the extra mile to to get to where they're they're trying to go, and it's it's not handed to them. Not it's not every day. You, you see a physical um, per- specimen such as a Bo Jackson or a Wilt Chamberlain, you know, people like that. I was watching their, some of their stuff earlier, and it's, I was just amazed, you know, at, like, what they were just given, like, born with their abilities. Like, they were just gods amongst men, you know. Um, not everybody is, is born with those abilities, but you that doesn't that shouldn't deter you from your your obstacles. Not everybody is born going to be as lyrical as as a um as like a, a Eminem. Not everybody born is going to be able to learn how to you know be so great with uh with uh coding or whatnot or developing like a Mark Zuckerberg. Not everyone is going to have that drive to want to start a company such as Amazon, like Bezos. But you can still find your greatness within as well. It may not be to the level of what they're on, but who cares if it's at their level? Because every time I look at a celebrity, you know, there's only a few that I mess with. You know, it's not a secret. I'm a, I'm a fan of Kanye's. 
Um, but even him, it's like I don't look at everything he do because it's like at that point, it's like you can look at these people and when they take pictures of them and stuff, you can tell that they, it's like they, they fit mentally and physically drained, you know, because it's like you're not human once you reach a certain point, you know? I mean, they done told that nigga to probably do 12 interviews in the last five days. Yeah. <laughs> 14 interviews in the last four days. Like, you're going to do that. Like, no, nah, it ain't that he ain't going to like, let him not let him back out. They're going to throw his ass in a mental mental hospital. Right, right. Like, you know, they put they probably, you know, they put him in the, the celebrity jail. You know, yeah, you know, yeah, they got yeah. they got. Um, I just seen somewhere that Kodak's about to be sentenced. He's facing up to eight years. They about to put him away for a good bit. He's gonna come out a different person, you know. It's and it's no secret. That's what they do, you know. They to rewire these uh these people, these influencers, to get them back on track so that they can continue to promote agendas, you know, the certain agendas that the that these big corporations want them to promote, you know, and you know behind the scenes. There, I believe, you know, there is a group of uh, wealthy individuals that run society, that run the economy a certain way, you know. Um, and, then, and then you got people that's trying to, that's that's trying to break away from that because it's like me, man. I'm lo- I'm looking at these people again, even some of these YouTubers that I'll be watching and stuff. It's like these niggas don't even look happy most of the time, man. Like it's like, and I watch one. Um, I think I mentioned before, uh, spiritual soul. He's talking about how he, you know, he, he don't even really be caring about making videos like that no more because it's like everything is for another person. It's not for himself, you know. And a lot of people they 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 eat and live off this YouTube stuff. Like I've been thinking about trying to do some YouTube stuff for the longest, and I'd be having ideas and stuff. But it's like I'm feeling like it's coming to an end. It is. Like, I feel like it's at the we're at like the back end of this this type of platform like I feel like something else is going to pop off and then I might I'll probably jump on that first I'll be one of the um the first uh the first adopters I'll be one of the first adopters to something new because now doing this the way they demonetize people and stuff it's like man it's not even worth it man like I'm looking at how much videos these people put up to get to where they at with the reach like a hundred thousand subscribers and five hundred thousand a million, I'm like, man, I don't have the time to, or I don't want to put the time into doing that, and then get to that point and still feel like, what have I accomplished by you know putting all this time into this, you know, you know, but how they're restricting their content and stuff. So it's like, it's like, man, it's like certain certain times I be thinking to myself, it's like, dude. As an artist, it's like, do I even want to reach this level, that level? Like, when I showed you that that information about that record label and stuff, so I don't even know if that was real or not. If it was real, cool, but it's like, it's like, I don't even know, do I want to really put myself in that position? Because I don't know if that's, what's, if that's really what's going to make me happy, or would, that be, would I be a lot more happier just being independent? and just doing shit my way, maybe not ever reach the point of becoming a millionaire, but maybe getting to the point of reaching six, six figures a year. You know, I'll be, you know, I'll be happy with that. At least that's what I think now, you know? So it's, it's a lot that goes into, you know, garnering more followings and 
you know, ha- having more people look look at you and whatnot, and it's like, man, I don't even know if that if that's truly what I want at this point. Because, like you said before, it's like, man, I, I'm just happy to see change in friends and family. You know, if they, if they, if my friends and family, if they, they like what I'm doing, they fuck what I'm doing. That, that may, I feel like that will, I will have more satisfaction at the end of the day than just having a total stranger uh, all the way across the globe or, or the, the earth, so to speak, fuck with what I'm doing, you know? I want to add, definitely add to that. Um, as a baby YouTuber or a baby content creator, I'll say this that, yeah, the YouTube, the YouTube platform is way, way, way like that ship is still. Um, YouTube just just uh, put out the other day that they're gonna start banning and deleting channels that aren't commercially um, commercially appeasing, appealing. They literally just dropped that. So you know, I follow this guy on uh, YouTube, uh, Sticks and Hammer Six Six Six, I believe is his name. That's literally where I go for literally all for a lot of my unbiased mainstream political um, news. Now he doesn't really. He's extremely intelligent. I don't go to him for like, if it's got to do with race, he just doesn't understand it. But he doesn't really talk about issues like race issues. He talks about, you know, just basically the cut and dry and like, you know, more details about politics that you might not find in the newspaper. And uh, he's been following like how he's been following YouTube in itself because he's a content creator, but he's a high level content creator. He puts, he has like 4,000 videos and his videos get like 100,000 views. And like, I mean, he's like, he's up there. He's up there. If you put out that many videos and you're getting six figure levels of views, like you're, you're, you're a real YouTuber. And he's been doing, I think he said he's been doing this for years, you know, and a couple of things with the YouTube app, um, what he's broken down, he's basically said that YouTube is going to basically commit suicide because I tell you what happened. This goes back to the Google algorithm. The government had to do something about the, those fucking conspiracy videos and the and the freeness of information on YouTube. They had to find a way to uh, a backdoor way to start censorship because a lot of that shit that we used to see, especially back in the early 2010s, like especially I remember like right uh, probably up until about 20 2016 2017, like I would say the the hot spots was between 2009 and 2016. Um, a lot of the information that you see on there is why society is like it, it's transformed society because it's uh, it was too free, it was a platform that was too easy for average quote unquote average Joes the ones who have the real power to transfer information amongst each other. So it looks like they're trying to commit suicide on their platform, but really was it's this is all government based. They're trying to censor us, and what they're doing with YouTube is they're trying to literally censor the platform of the smaller channels. Of the of the real information, and we said it before. The real information is people that get like fifty views because it looks like they're only getting fifty views. But in reality, they probably have over a thousand views. They probably have thousands of views on those videos. But they make it. They do all kinds of algorithm algorithmic based manip- like tactics to try to make it seem like that this information is not important. And it got it got too bad. It, it got it got too bad for the government. It got it put too much of a the government feared too much of what was being spread. So they had to do, they've been planning this for years. They had to find a way to censor censor the information that was on YouTube specifically 
and on other, of course, other social media aspects, but YouTube was the big one. They had to find a way to censor it without actually censoring it, and that's what they're doing. And what they're what they're doing is they're still trying to get money out of it. So, yeah, you heard me say before that they're gonna that they're paying celebrities a hundred thousand dollars to just make YouTube channels, and you know, to us, to even to content creators, it's like, what sense does that make? They're like, that makes no sense. Like we're looking at it as they're gonna, you know. YouTube is not going to be a platform anymore. Well, yeah, it's going to, it's going to, I think, eventually hurt YouTube really, really bad as a platform. But it's not even, it's not even about, it's, I don't even think this is it. Google's and YouTube's decision. This is like a government decision. They're making these deals. They're making them do this shit because they're, they got tired of seeing people take real life UFO videos that they would have to gang stalk their content creator to make it seem like that shit ain't real when in reality that shit was real. They had to figure out a way to censor that shit without actually censoring it. And that's what they've done. Then that's what they continue to do. And, uh, you know, it first started with them paying celebrities 100K or paying them a certain, probably way more than that, to create YouTube channels. Like, nobody gives a fuck. And I still don't believe Jimmy Kimball. I don't, I still don't believe millions of people watch that shit because they voluntarily want to watch it. I think that that's just, it's, I think those views come from the fact that they embed those videos in the, into advertisements and they start playing and shit when people log into the app and that's where they get most of their views. Like, people don't want to really see that shit. Like, let's be real. Like, that's not the even, that's not the platform we want to see Jimmy Kimball, Arnold Schwarzenegger, or Will Smith. No, we want to see average Joes that, that blew up like celebrities, like, you know, So Luminati, um, Sticks and the Hammer, and these people that look like average Joes that figured that, that bought some real life, some real interesting, real real entertaining content to uh, to other people. So I think this is all government based. And as a uh, baby content creator, um, the people are slowly moving to other platforms. One is the one that I would tell people about is called BitChute, and that's B I T C H U T E. It's not nowhere near as like the 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 layout is not as good as YouTube, but this is like they're like in the early early stages, and what's going to happen is, you know, people are just going to move move away from YouTube. Like YouTube, they got a they think they got a monopoly. They do have a little bit of a monopoly, but that don't really that doesn't really mean anything. People who who who've made their living off of this shit will find a way to still make a living off of this. And if YouTube thinks that People are just going to, you know, not continue to create content. They got the game all messed up. No. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's other, it's, it's, it's going to be another platform out there. And I was thinking about trying to work on a platform. I've been thinking about trying to work on my own platform for years because I started seeing it when YouTube started adding more ads. I started seeing like, oh, you, you let these niggas add one ad to every video. And in 10 years, we're going to have ads for, like, we're going to have ads all over the place. And what's happened? Now, now on the um, Fire Stick YouTube app, on you know the uh, YouTube apps for like um, for like TVs and stuff, they got a big ass ad on the homepage. It's only going to get worse. Like it's only going to get worse because it's all about the money. They will always try to find a way to make more money, and you know a part of that is basically them getting, them going under groupthink and getting blinded on what on the correct business decisions to make. But I think a lot of the decisions that YouTube are make is making is a backdoor way of us being censored by the government. It ain't even really YouTube doing that shit. That's why they did that's why that they will quote unquote like lose money by making dumb business decisions because they still gonna get paid either way. The government's gonna just pay them. Like 
because they had to stop that. They had to stop the spread of that information. They, they had to censor us without causing a big uproar and actually censoring us because they can't really mess with the amendments without having people ride. But YouTube is one of those big, I mean, that's one of the biggest information um, sites, biggest information uh, depositories that we have, like, period. Like, period. That's YouTube is that, that's, I go there more than anything else. And they had to stop the spread of this information. Like, it's, it's, it's way deeper than just, a, uh, just, you know, reaction videos and reviews and, and even like, it's way deeper than that shit. I mean, you got, I go to YouTube to stream football games, to stream all kinds of shit. Like, it's a lot of people losing money that's getting tired of this shit. And, and the main thing is the censorship that they want to, that they want to do. They want to stop the spread of this information. And yeah, it's definitely other sites out there um that's that's springing up the only bad thing about bit shoot is uh it's not even american made sites and it's a russian site so i mean you know it ain't gonna be the best but i feel like it's people that's making millions six figures a year off of this they're not just gonna stop making that money man they're gonna figure out a way somebody will probably somebody's gonna make their own app or something they can't really stop this dude like but i think it all goes back to censorship for real like a backdoor way to censorship the censor us like yeah I, I see that I see that as not only with that but yeah with again with like um, the algorithms that you mentioned before that all plays a factor into it and YouTube man like YouTube is just a it's a powerful platform man because of people being able to pretty much put up a video um, of whatever, whatever they want, initially, put up a video of whatever they want, pretty much expressing themselves. But now, you know, they censor, they're censoring everything, the demonetization, and you know, you get the ads, like you said, but not just one ad. You get like one of two ads, and it, you know, it's just a lot. It's it's a lot that they're doing with that. Um. But I'll say this too. I'm using YouTube now though, because I know YouTube ain't gonna be here forever. But if you create content, you create content. And I'll say if you still if you still have a mindset of doing it, no matter what, you gotta look at the look at the bigger picture. This right now is where you're laying your foundation for the next five to ten years. Cause it really takes about five years to really to really get your like it's extremely rare for you to be like an AMS. Like, I mean, he said he started, he, he literally popped up out of nowhere and he started getting 50 to 100,000 views. Like, that's rare. But the majority of people that blow up off of creating content, it took them years. Unless you want to go viral. And I don't really want to go viral because I feel like it's you got to kind of sell a part of yourself to go viral, you know, a lot of times these days. You know, I don't really agree with that. I don't think you have to necessarily do that. You have to do that to blow up really, really fast if you don't know how to really relate to society and I think that's my problem I don't really I don't know how to relate to the masses and I don't give a fuck about relating to the masses if it's gonna take me five to ten years it's gonna take me five to ten years because I don't give a shit about relating these mo- what's gonna happen is people are gonna start to get on my wavelength and start to understand that this is the truth like I like this and it's gonna take time to do that like and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go out here and, and go viral for for some content when I know like if you have your vision if you know that your shit is on point, you're gonna naturally put that energy into your into your craft. And I'm looking at it now as like 
I don't even promote my shit like that. Like I'm looking at this now as I'm understanding the fundamental the fundamentals of how to create content. That's what I'm using YouTube as. Like I'm boom, I'm gonna, I'm creating my content. I know this platform, like I see the writing on the wall, like, yeah, this ain't gonna ain't no way. Like it really well, I'm not gonna say ain't no way, but it's gonna be more difficult. It's not impossible. It's gonna be more difficult to blow up off of YouTube. But they know and we all know. Like I said, this people are making this is their living. This is what they do. So if it's going all it takes is one or two people to create their own app. And that's all that's all that's gonna happen. People are just gonna move to another to another app. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um But damn, uh let's see if I there was something that I seen recently. Cause I ain't writing any notes for this uh this episode of things that, that to discuss. I um I got something else that we can talk about that I've been trying. Um I've been on that on that uh no fat shit, man. Like for real. And I started doing research and I start and I even start thinking of back in my life when I've been at the pinnacles of my of my like of uh, just of my, I guess, creating stuff and just being on my game. And I remember, like, I used to do no fat, but not even realize that shit. And that's when I used to get the most females. I used to be, like, had the clearest mindset. I used to have, like, I used to have just a high, another level of energy. And I actually sat down and was like, all right, I'm going to really try to follow through with this, like, really think this through and follow through with it. And the shit that I come that I came across and I started thinking about and meditating on is um dude we live in a backward society, man. We live in a backward society. Like and the reality is I, I think I I'm to the point now where like the no fat lifestyle is like the way that we're supposed to be living, man. Because man, I can tell it. I've been about three weeks into this shit and like just the energy I get around people is different. Like people want to come up and talk to you. They flirt with you. Like you're, you got a clear mindset. Like you feel better. Your anxiety kind of goes out the window after, after about a week, that anxiety that you had before is gone. And it goes back to, and what it does is it, it, it's, you holding all the energy in and it's pushing off. The energy has got to be released somehow. And what that shit is released in every way you can think about. You can think about. Females can smell the energy off your breath. They can smell the energy off of your aura, off of your hair. And that makes them, that makes people in general more attracted to you. Cause if you really think about, think about the, and this shit really made me, it really made me think like really deep about this. I was like, man, think about a nigga, think about you beating your meat, man. Like, think, really think about it. I mean, like, I'm not even being funny. I'm being real. I'm being, like, real right now. Like, I'm being serious. Think about just you sitting there watching porn, beating your meat. Think about on different levels how beta male, like, how, how much of a beta male that really, uh, the activity really is, dog. Like, and I got embarrassed. Like, you know, this is what kind of made me have a realization. I kind of got embarrassed. I was like, man, what the fuck? the fuck am I like what is this shit like <laughs> what is this shit dog like and I'm not I wouldn't I'm not gonna tell you I wouldn't have tried to you know be doing that shit all the time anyway like not like I wouldn't even like doing that shit all the time anyway but I was like I noticed I, you know it would still kind of be like a routine 
the big thing I would have, like, it might be like a stressful day or some shit. And I looked at it as a release. But here's the thing. Look at the next day after. Look at the look at right afterwards. Look at how you feel afterwards, and like really analyze how you feel if you get in that routine. You doing that shit, you're gonna exhibit that that feeling of shame when you're out in public. This is where I think a lot of the social anxieties come from: the increase of uh masturbation and porn, bro. And I um I I got a lot of the information from his uh, his name is Newbreed uh to the world over. On YouTube, it was one of the channels specifically, but I've been like this whole week. I've been looking at just different, you know, how to how to continue to grow as a man. Uh huh. Um, he got a lot of the good information on it, and he even broke it down into how you retain it. When you retain your sperm, that's where you get the true pheromones, because you're retaining that energy, and it sparks certain pheromones out into the when you breathe and stuff, and comes off of your skin and your hair, where people like females can. Females can feel that. They can smell that. They, their, their, their sensory system and their body was made to try to attract. Like we, we our, both of our bodies were made to attract each other. So, do you think the niggas was just beating their meat back in like back in the days? Like, no, they wasn't masturbating, bro. Like, they were not masturbating. The only time that they was nothing is if they really want to create life. But think about how powerful that your sperm is, dog. Like. You can create a whole motherfucking life out of that shit. So think about if you hold that shit in. Think about that level of energy that if you hold that shit in, think about that level of energy that you have within your body that that would just be exuding off of your aura. And man, that shit like was kind of profound, man. I was like, yo, like this shit might really take me back. Like this shit's gonna take me to another level, dog. Like this shit is gonna take me to another level. And I'm starting to really feel that shit. And the big thing, man, it really helps with your anxiety, man. It sounds weird because you. I used to look at it as a release. Like I'd feel like feel a little bit. I thought I would feel better afterwards, but no. What it does is you just did something that ain't even really natural to a human. You know that the the way that we do it, watching porn and shit off a fucking cell phone or tablet, that shit is not natural, bro. Like no, that shit is one of the most unnatural things that we do. So, like, I think subconsciously you feel ashamed from that. And that shame does not go away. So when you go out in public, when you go out in society, your anxiety comes from the fact that you just fucking did that the night before or whenever. Yeah. And what it also does is it, it, females, can they can, and they can feel that shit, too. They can smell that shit. And they get disgusted by the fact that you don't even look at a, you're looking at, you're more attracted from looking at a phone because really the concept is you're looking at a motherfucking phone screen. You're looking at something that ain't even really real. Even though it might be real humans having sex, it's, you're looking at that shit through a damn screen, dog. Like, so that concept, they can, that, they can, that disgusts them. And in turn, that, that creates more anxiety for you. That makes you, and what it does too, you notice a lot of times, like, that shit makes you to where you just don't want to sit back and relax. You don't, you don't, you're not pressed. You don't have that fire under your feet. You just, you, you get content. A lot of times, that's what relationships do to you also. But a lot of times, that, that, comes, that comes from the fact that you're being validated and you're having, like, you're having sex. That's the two, that's where that shit, that's where a lot of complacency can come from a lot of relationships and stuff. And um, once you realize that you can hold, if you hold in that energy that, that can put, put a whole physical life into this world, that energy has to be put to other places within your within your within your your mind within your mental, and you know that's transforming into twenty twenty. 
it's time to really get real with like with you know with diet. If you haven't already got real, it's time to for the true leaders out here. You can't be a leader out here still bullshit, man. You can't be a leader out here and, and still you know be bullshit and stuff. Like you gotta you gotta be on your p's and q's. And that goes back to what you were saying about you know how your family would call you weird. And I and I looked at it because I you know I was the black sheep and I was looked at as being. Not not necessarily weird with my family, but definitely other people. And it's not that we're weird. It's just that when this shit shifts, like I said before, when we really transform, which we're transforming now into, you know, our true selves, our higher selves, we're going to have a lot of responsibilities because we are like, we're leaders. We're the elect. We're the chosen ones. And even within our own family, our family knows that. Like, we're the chosen ones. And when it comes to being a chosen one, when it comes to being the elect, you have a whole nother level of law, natural law. You have a whole nother level of responsibility that you have to live under. And a part of that is understanding, you know, your diet, understanding what the fuck is going on. Because at the end of the day, your family, your friends, society is going to be looking. I said this shit years, years ago. They're going to be looking at you, at us, as the ones who have the, the who, who are the ones with the most information. The quote unquote real celebrities. Yeah, that's what's going on? Like that's the 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 real, the real, the ones who are the real life elect, the real celebrities, not based off of a number of views or likes you have, will be that will be showed to society. Like, and a part of that, you have to align yourself with the right energy. You got to put the right things in your body, do the right practices, and balance yourself out. Because you know. It's a lot of people that's gonna be dependent on on what you do and how you move. And it's the spotlight is gonna be on us, basically. And you know that shit made that shit made me realize that I, you know I need to really take control of what I'm doing. You know, I need to really look at what's going on in my life and look at what I need to kind of transform because it's shifting. It's it's shifting every day. It moves on. It's more. It's like it's, it's a deeper level of energy. That comes onto the planet, and that comes uh, comes onto my life, and that's my son right there. I got to get right. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that, man. Um, uh, going back to the part uh, where you were talking about, you know, the masturbation and stuff, like, yeah, like for me, man, you know, it, it's it's a uh, it's just a regular thing. It's just a regular thing to do, you know. Um, in terms of, like you said, like with uh, stress and sometimes it's like out of boredom. But again, with like how you were talking about shame, also to add to that, you know, when you do um, ejaculate, you know, you're releasing endorphins, which makes you sleepy. And once you do that, it's like you're you're productivity goes down drastically because you don't really want to do anything afterwards. So by not doing that, you're increasing your productivity and you're, um, like you said, with the clear mind, you, you have like, uh, I would say more energy. You have more energy to go into productivity and you're not as, uh, your anxiety, your anxiety, doesn't pack on like you can find other ways to release stress you know through exercising you know or or through like a hobby 
it basically makes you feel like, like, it tricks your mind. That's what it does. Like when you when you do that, it tricks your mind, and it and it makes you think that you're satisfied. But you know, one part of your mind knows that you're not satisfied, which can create anxiety, which can create complacency. Like you know, like it makes it makes those endorphins make you feel like oh I you know, like you just had like you just made it with twenty five wives. But you know the other, it's a part of your mind that realizes you didn't do that shit. That's what it, it's, it's a mental conflict, man. That shit, is, that shit is, it's it's kind of wicked. It's it's very wicked when you think about it, man. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But um, there there is articles out there that shows that uh, semen retention is beneficial. You know, because especially to a male. Because of the power that we, you know, we possess with um, our sperm cells, you know. So that is important to think about moving forward. And also, again, like, you know, I, I know, I noticed, like, if I, if I was to, like, ma- if I've masturbated or whatnot and then I, I go out that night, it's like, yeah, sometimes I, I do feel like, I, you know, in my mind, I'll be thinking, like, okay. I'm gonna be more relaxed, but when I'm at when I'm around actual women, it's like it's weird sometimes. They you know, smell that I, shit. and I can yeah yeah they they smell them the pheromones and and I've, I've seen people say oh it's a good thing for them to smell you know like the pheromones and stuff, but then again it could be a bad thing as like you're saying because it's like you you see actual women and probably all in your mind is you thinking about fucking them. You know, yep. you're, not, you're not even thinking about conversating or you're thinking about the girl that you saw in the video and you can't get your mind right. Or you know? you're just complacent. You're just like, oh, whatever. Or, like, you're, you know. or you're still horny. Like, you're still horny. You know, everywhere you go, you, you can't really control yourself, you know? And yeah, like you said, you can, you can get complacent, you know? But if you teach that self-discipline, you'll have self-control when you go speak to a woman and you won't be acting all weird and all... You know, like a, a fucking uh, creep and shit, you know? And that's why I said, like, in the last episode, you know, because uh, I was, like, I think on, I think I'm, like, a month in now. And back then, that's why I was saying, you know, that's the that shows the real strength is the ones that can say no. Like, the, the that shows your real willpower as a man is the ones who can, you know, have that mental strength to not either not, to either not just masturbate and not fuck everything walking, man. That takes real strength because it's easy when you got women thrown at you to just you know do your thing, but what's not easy is saying no. Like nah, I'd rather you know focus on my purpose tonight. I'd rather I got a podcast or I I, I want to you know read and really expand myself as 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 a man. And if you do that shit, not only would that person be more attracted to you. But you're actually doing productive shit, and you got more energy towards that. You got more energy to to get that shit done, and that's the whole point behind it. I think that's the whole point behind, you know, that is the whole point behind, you know, being a man is that shit, yo, yeah, we got a we got a damn near unlimited number of it, and you know, we were here to basically create nations, but we weren't here to beat our meat. <laughs> yeah, we weren't here to just sit around and do that shit, and. When it comes to creating nations, like, 
where do you think that they where do you think that they got that level of attraction from? It's because they built that shit up. And I even I had to go back and think about it. I remember when I was at my peak, you know, even though when I was at my peak with with, with females, I like I didn't I wasn't sitting around I wasn't doing that shit, dude. I didn't realize at the time it wasn't at that time I just wasn't doing it. There was a couple reasons because I had so many women that was attracted to me and I couldn't really figure out why. And I didn't have to do it. It's, I mean, this shit sound crazy, but I'm telling you, man, you know, our listeners, you know, just give it a shot. Give that shit a shot, and, I, and you know, you'll see, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Like, I mean, the anxiety part is, like, really what's, what's got me shook up, like, low-key, because it's, like, most of that anxiety that I had is, like, I mean, that shit is gone, dog. Like, if I see a girl, that I want, or that I'm, like, kind of attracted to, I'm, like, it's so easy to start a conversation. It's, like, boom. Boom. Because my mind is clear. And I'm, like, I already don't give a fuck about what people say. Like, the natural character traits that I got are just maximized to a whole nother level because I'm my mind is clear. My mind is more clear. The anxiety is is gone. Like, I don't have anything in my subconscious that's that I'm, like, ashamed that, I'm, that I've done. Like, the shit is clear. And, you know, even even beyond relationships and women, like, man, I've done it because I'm ready to get to another, like, I'm just still trying to just continue to level up. I'm trying to just get to that whole another level, man. Like, I'm just trying to keep leveling up, like, continue to expand, expand. Like, I'm like, at this point, I'm back to where I was, like, honestly, the most productive time I had in my life was when I was in high school and I didn't get no females. Now, <laughs> granted, I had, I was a star athlete. I was the top of my class. So, like, I didn't really know how to get girls, but I had girls always want, they, I mean, I was, te- I used to text a whole bunch of girls, like, always go out to, you know, eat and shit, but I never had, I never had sex. Like, at that time, I was so, I was so fucking, so determined, so determined to get, get out of my situation that I ain't even think about that shit. But I also was, giving out a, uh, a high level of energy. I was a sober, clear mind, extremely sober, didn't do anything. And, you know, I'm kind of back to that now. Like, and I'm I'm loving this shit. I'm, I'm in the best shape that I've probably been. And a lot of that has to do with just kind of balancing myself out and understanding, you know, what I need to be doing. But I was, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, I, I became a fan of that, uh, I guess they call it the, uh, quote unquote, no, no fat life. I'm yeah, sure somebody trademarked that. <laughs> oh yeah, I bet so. Oh, uh, but I think it, I think it transforms you as a man. To be real with you, like, shit, it's crazy. When after about two weeks, I mean that shit hard, bro. I ain't gonna lie, that shit hard as hell. Because a part of it is you don't like you're not you just because you it ain't just not masturbating. It's just not looking at porn, dog. Like none of that shit, like. Don't look at any of that shit. When you think about that shit, go play the video game. Go do some push-ups. Yeah. Do something. Honestly, don't even go. You can play video game. Do something that's that's not even strenuous. Get used to doing low-stress activities to try to divert your mindset. And, I mean, after about two weeks, it's, it's easy. Three weeks is easy on a day-to-day, on you know, on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis. Um, but, you know, you'll still have times where you, should, you might... Cause I mean, it do it makes you more horny too, cause you cause you gotta feel like you gotta release. So 
I ain't gonna lie, it'd be times I'd be at work or be at the store, and I'm in my mind, I'm like, man, fuck, look at that ass or something crazy. Like, <laughs> like man, that shit is ridiculous. I know right now, if I, if she give me a chance, it's a wrap. I'll transfer my whole mindset because I'm ready to go. But then it's, you got a clear mind. And then uh, if you really, like, you really about it, shit, you just go up and talk to her. Or you just, you know, go about your day. Most of the time, I just, I'll go about my day because I'm like, well, whatever, you know. I'm to the point now where I'm like, well, shit, I got all this energy stored up. Ain't no way in hell I'm going to release it on this girl. Or ain't no way in hell I'm just going to give it away like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, yeah. it becomes a snowball effect. You know, and I start looking at it now, it's like, oh, shit, well, it's got to be some shit. It's got to be, it's got to be the one. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you ain't trying to just... Waste it, yeah. Like you ain't trying to waste that energy on a low, a low frequency woman. You know what I'm saying? Like it's got, it's got to be someone that you see that as an equal. You know, and then you'll be like, yeah, you got to protect your energy until you find that. Oh, okay, she, she on my level. I'm about to bless her with this energy. You know, that shit. Wow. Like, so I really, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm about about a month in, and ah, uh, this shit is. <laughs> You know, it's hard, especially when I, like, have, like, three, four days off and shit, and, like, I just be chilling at the house. I'll be bored, because that's where a lot of the shit comes from, is boredom. I'll be yeah. bored. But think about it like this. I'm a, If I'm a true alpha male, how am I? I should never be bored. Nigga, I, I should be, be glad to live life. I should be glad to be awake. I should have hobbies. Take that shit and do more, do different hobbies. And I think that's the whole point behind it. Just, just do shit that, do shit that matters. You got to be productive, right? So, yeah, man, I'm, 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 I'm for that. I agree with that. I think it creates life. No fact, creates life because then it makes it eat. Because that's where, I think that's where one of the big laws of attraction is in is retaining that energy, and then people are just attracted to that energy. Like for real, like that's what that's how the universe rep- repays you, and then more people are attracted to you, which means more opportunities to build, you know, build your team up. Basically, that's yeah. what I wanted to say about that. Well, on that note, man, I think we covered a, a good amount this episode. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I like the topics that we discussed, and I hope the listener enjoys. Uh, know what we what we talked about continue to you know support the divine council and you know we just say just like and share subscribe just help us out you know if if you if you if you like the information you know because i feel like what we what we say and what we're doing is this is the truth this is this is still like our division is still there it's still in place so you know just uh you know, if you re- if you resonate with it, if you like what we got it, what we say, just like and subscribe, and um, leave the comments, and yeah, you know, yeah, just uh, also, and uh, just uh, share it as well with people too. If you if you rock with what we're uh, what we're talking about, because you know we're just gonna keep just gonna keep uh, coming with this uh, information on a weekly basis and yeah man going going into uh another year like a month and a half so 
you know, next year we'll go even, uh, we'll put even more out than what we did this year, you know, so. It's levels to the shift. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, on that note, if you don't, you don't have anything else to say, um, I'll, I just, all I just want to say is uh, peace, love, and happiness, and uh, until next time. Peace. Peace. Thank you.